Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for TSS Fantasy. Tonight is mock draft night. Actually, this is the morning after, to be quite honest with you, as far as film production goes. Um, we did do the draft last night, so we'll, we're going to dive into that here shortly. But let's introduce our co-host. Welcome to the studio, Greg, the juice is loose, OJ Mayer. Yeah, I'm just waking up. I'm um, I'm sorry, fellas. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I missed the draft. I'm so sorry. This guy missed the draft. He's half <laughs> awake. I mean, what is going on? All right. Um, and also, welcome back to the studio after a late night drafting. Fred the Jester Reyes just got out the gym. So yeah. From the looks of it, he should have stayed asleep with his draft. <laughs> Oh, I, I had a great draft. What are you talking about? Come on. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Greg, did you, did you have a plug you wanted to make? I thought. Yeah, um, fans out there, just make sure you follow us on all platforms: Twitter, uh, Instagram, and on Facebook. And don't forget to email the crew at the crew at tssfantasy.com with any comments. Make sure you comment on our post on Facebook. We love the interaction. Keeps them coming. It keeps us going, so keep all the comments coming. Absolutely, and don't forget also, visit our website, tssfantasy.com, and look at all of our contests, anything you got going on, and all of our old shows, plenty of content for you on there as well. So let's get into, speaking of comments, uh, I did have one from, of course, you know, he, he likes he likes to talk talk a little little crap to the crew. So um, he actually did, though, throw a compliment out to the jester. He said he loved what you had to say about Keyshawn. Um, you know, he, he liked how you were uh, you were including Keyshawn <laughs> in your in your uh, in your analysis. Um, but he did say um, this is this is what what he wrote. He said real quick, "Who Billa cheeks? Tom Brady made Belichick." Is basically his comment. Belichick can't even make the playoffs without Brady. Definitely not going to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> he said, so Bill of Cheeks can eat a dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Rodgers would make any team good. And, but his question, now here's finally get to the question. Okay. Is Rodgers the GOAT? That's what his question was. Do you feel like Rodgers is the GOAT? No. Uh, no. No, I, I, I don't think so neither. Go ahead, Greg. Well, 
Brady's the GOAT. Rodgers, he has – I think Rodgers is the most talented quarterback outside of Pat Mahomes, but he only has one Super Bowl under his belt. He hasn't gotten back to the Super Bowl. I hate to say this shit, but Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's the GOAT. And then Joe Montana right after Tom Brady. Rodgers is the most talented, but not the GOAT. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, um, I, he actually I, he agrees with you, by the way. But we'll, we'll get into that. My bad, Fred. Go ahead. I definitely agree. Um, at this at this point, Mahomes has accomplished just as much as Rodgers. Now, that's not to say, like like Rick said, he might be the most talented. If he had the pieces around him like Mahomes and Brady had, he might have won quite a few Super Bowl championships. But we will never. So yeah, most we the most talented, but definitely not the goat. Yeah, I, you know, and again, I think we're all consensus. He, I think he was just bringing it up because basically he said, stop crying and get beat in the NFC by Brady is what he said. So <laughs> I think, I think, you know, obviously he now is a Brady homer um, as a buck. <laughs> and, and listen, I, and to be fair, the, after, after I, you know, I'm a Dolphins fan, obviously. So I, no. I, can't, I can't stand Brady. I'm tired of seeing Brady. But the bottom line was after that Super Bowl against Atlanta, when they made that comeback, bro, I, I was like, listen, I, I don't care. You can say whatever you want. This dude is so money when it matters. I, I yeah. don't care. That 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 is something you can't teach. That is just something that's within a player. So to me, by far, Brady is the GOAT. You know, unfortunately, I have to say that. And Freddie, um, real quick, Jason. And Freddie, I, you said about the pieces. Aaron Rodgers has, has had some pieces. And you got to remember, Brady didn't have great wide receivers the entire time. He he had Junior Edelman, um, West what was it, Walker Welker whatever, and he made those guys great. So like Rogers could have you know uplifted talent. You know what I'm saying? But you got to remember who Brady won with, bro. It's like that's mm. and and to yeah. me, to me, yeah. I always thought Montana was the goat and, until like Jason said when he beat Atlanta and then this Super Bowl this last year against Kansas City. It's like yeah, this dude is on a different level. I, I I think his the first few Super Bowls he did have a better talent. He had a talented defense. Number one, uh, he had a Hall of Famer in Gronk, and when they had Hernandez and Gronk, that was a, a tandem that you couldn't stop at all. But so I mean, granted the last few, but Wells Walker was no slouch, and neither was Edelman. Yeah, I mean, but Brady make them better, or did they make Brady better? Right. I think they were just consistent. No. They were consistent wide receivers. But remember, his go-to, I need a touchdown, I'm going to Gronk. Gronk's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but would Gronk would have Gronk would Gronk have been that great on another team or with another quarterback? Is my is what I'm Yeah, we don't know that. I mean, <laughs> he could he could be with Rodgers, Mahomes, like Mahomes and Kelsey could have been, you know, we don't know that. True. But I do I do want to say that they had a good defense the first three or four Super Bowls, that defense was stout. And they've always had good defensive players. Even Gilmore now. I mean, they are going through a contract situation, but he's he's a he was a Pro Bowl safety. So originally we'll originally, you know, I always thought it was Belichick. And he said, look, it's the system. Um, you know, and hey, I think maybe and it's possible. It just could have been the right system, the right mm-hmm. guy at the right time. And then and then it just from there, like, listen, if you're in that position every every year, you're you're in those money positions. Of course, you're going to get to that Brady. I would just assume if you're there all the time, you start to just feel relaxed. Like you mm. know, this is how it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. And, and like and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I love Dan Marino, nasty quarterback. <laughs> seeing him live, I mean, but 
just when it when it matters the most and you're making the big plays, that's when makes you the goat, man. That's why by far I think Brady's the goat. Greg, you had another uh, comment on our defensive rankings. Let's hear about that one. My boy, uh, Greg Scurry. So he's a big Bengals fan. So (laughs) the first thing he said, what about the Bengals? And then he jokingly said, "Nah, I'm just joking. But he thinks Cleveland should be ranked number one, then Ravens, then Pittsburgh, all AFC North defensive teams. What do you guys think about that? Um, if, you know, I'll just start and just give a little giggle. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Um, that's that's crazy talk at this point. Um, I don't. I mean, but and now I I don't know about putting three defenses one two three in the same division. Um, but I do I do see you know he's not far off. The Browns are are definitely you know could be up there this year. Um, the steer and the Steelers and Ravens were always a good defense. Right. So he's not wrong. I don't know top three one two three. Um, but up there you know maybe maybe six, seven, you know, up in there. And listen, one other thing, as a Dolphins fan, I'll just say, if you're repping the Bengals, bro, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I I, just feel for you, and I'm with you, man. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. <laughs> I feel you. Listen, it's like being feels, a Jets fan. <laughs> right. And he's so, he's so hyped up on Jamar Chase and, and Burrow right now, too, because he's also my coworker. So <laughs> I don't I don't stop hearing about how great these two are going to be this upcoming season. So I got an eye on that this year. Nice. It, it, he, I, I think you have to throw in there. Let him know that uh, he's in my top 10, Jamar Chase. See, see what he thinks. About and we'll, so, we, and we will be seeing Mr. Scurry in the, in the league this year, too. Nice. To- I, nice. I, I do just got to say he's, he's pretty right with the – I think two out of the five in the top five, and then maybe all three in the top ten. Um, not one, two, three. You got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, two of the top five. Cleveland, like you said, Jay, right around six, seven, or eight. So they, I mean, they do have a, a, a hell of a defense in that in that division. So if you got three defenses in the top ten, like I've been saying, oh yeah, is he going to be running the ball, smash mouth defense? Right. That yeah. That's yeah. That's always what it is too. So and I, you know. It, as, as far as a football fan, that's the, you know, the kind of football you want to see. Like, come on, here we go. Let's go. Let's get, let's get dirty. <laughs> All right. So again, it's mock draft night. Hey, TSS family, it's Commissioner Cooper. And I just came from getting my haircut and underground cuts. And let me tell you, I look sharp. And with the remaining amount of hair I have left, trust me when I tell you, it's a miracle. And that's what the boys do at Underground Cuts perform miracles on heads. Please give them a call today. It's 407-858-0880. Or you can visit them at on Facebook or at their location, 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6 in Orlando, Florida. Um, so we're going to move on to the mock draft. Um, unfortunately, one of our co-hosts um, was unable to make it. Um, he was during the day. Um, you know, it's Father's Day weekend. You know, he's, he's out with the kids. He went to Aquatica. Greg, sorry, I didn't mention that. So we're all set up. You know, we got the time. I got a couple people. They're all going to do the mock draft. And all of a sudden, Greg Greg just he disappeared off the planet. I don't know what happened. Greg, Greg, what happened? Why don't you explain why you missed <laughs> the mock draft that we set up and advertised for? Uh, the kids had me, bro. Aquatica, the chlorine, the water rise. 
I got beat down by the water, and, and I apologize, man. I put my head down for like five minutes. <laughs> I, I wake up, and I see text messages from Freddie. Yo, yo, bro, where are you? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the fans and the participants. So, fuck Jose, because um, I know he probably has something smart to say as well. So, you know. <laughs> well, you, no you worry about it. <laughs> No big deal. Listen, at the end, like for those that don't know, you know, that I'm not in the in the central Florida area. Listen to this. Um, and don't go to these theme parks and aka water parks specifically. They put a lot of chlorine in that water. So I know I know going leaving every time I leave Aquatica, all I think about is man, if I could just get five minutes to close my eyes right now, because they're hurting so bad. So I'm with you, man. I, I knew exactly. Uh, I figured what had happened when you were not answering. So no big deal. The show must go on, however. Yes. So we did end up having the draft. And um, I guess in the ESPN mock drafts, the time limit for each pick is like 30 seconds. So this, the minute we went to talk about someone, about we're into two <laughs> rounds later. So, so it ended up not being going so well. It's mock draft night, so I'd like to introduce my co-host tonight, Fred the Jester Reyes. Yeah! Greg, unfortunately, isn't here due to a, uh, I believe, a vaginal itch, I believe is what it was. Yeah, something Um, like that. But we do have some other folks with us to do the draft with us tonight, and I'd like to introduce them. Nick Macarenas, welcome to the studio, sir. Welcome. Thank you. Nick Caligarakis, welcome to you, my friend. And he, I guess he's silent but deadly. Jose Store, are you yep, on, yep. sir? Yep, 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 I'm here. All right, well, welcome. We're, we're interested to hear all y'all's feedback as we do the draft this evening. Um, it looks like it's already auto-populated, and I'm the seventh. I have the seventh selection. Looks I like have the sixth. Fred's got six. Jose, where are you at? Number eight looks like I think. Oh wow! Yep, they got you on auto pick, so you better better take oh, that. Oh Lord, how did I take that off? Hey, maybe you get a winning. <laughs> hey, you know, think about it. He might. It's on the top left, next to pick Q. Yeah, next to the pick Q, it says auto pick, and you can select on or off for that. But you might, Jose, you might want to leave it like that because we've seen previous picks of yours, and it's <laughs> not really good, buddy. Can you guys I, hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, we can hear you now. Yes, sir. I, I didn't hear Freddie. <laughs> Nick, um, Nick, sorry, we did a little intro. I think I missed you on that one. So welcome, uh, I, yeah. welcome to the studio, sir. Yeah, thank you. I was here. I don't know why uh, you guys couldn't hear me, but you can oh, hear me now. All good. Some technical difficulties are yeah. expected. All the right, dinosaur looks like, got uh, dollop. Look like Nick's all the way down at 10. So we don't have anyone on here that's um in the top, which is good. And then someday we can, you know, watch it as it goes, see who the, you know, who they who the consensus number one is. Right now, it looks like they have Christian McCaffrey is the auto number one pick. Yeah, you see that? That's wow. So yeah, so what do you guys think of that? Who who is your since we're talking about number one, we'll go around the room real quick. Number one, who's you who would be if you're in the number one slot this year, Fred, who are you taking? Oh, uh, I think I mentioned I think I said it was Dalvin Cook. I would take number one this year. Uh like I said, the Minnesota just all around has a great offense. And I think uh he just complimented uh perfectly. Uh he did really well last year, so 
I think he goes number one. Ah, that's cool. Nick uh, Macaranis, how about you, sir? Uh, Mr. Macaronis is going to go with Mr. Henry. Mr. Uh, Henry. All right. I think uh, he's he's been proven to be the most durable. So I'm going to go with him. That makes sense. Makes sense. Jose Store, how about you, sir? Oh, uh, I didn't hear the question. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Why? This is why. I was setting no. up. I was setting up. I was having a little technical difficulties. Welcome to the best day of the year. Best day of the year. Draft, oh. day. draft day. That's right. Draft day. All right. It begins. So, Jose, I was asking who, if you were the number one selection, who would you take? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Exonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Exonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I would, I would have took Caffrey. Okay. It's a little more technical difficulty. It looks like you said McCaffrey. Ca- Mr. Nick K., how about you, sir? I'm uh, going Dalvin Cook. I think that offense is getting better, and I think Jefferson's going to open it up a lot more this year and make it even easier for Mr. Cook. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's why I, you know, I've said on the other show, Saquon is my guy. That's the guy I'd be looking at. Well, it looks like we're flying along, along through this, going running back, running back, running back. Team Reyes is on the clock. Sir, who are you looking at right now? Well, I can tell you who it ain't going to be, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I can tell you that, right? I wish Greg was here because I'd be like, no. How ironic uh, that you're at this time. Uh, I think I take Zeke. All right, so Ezekiel Elliott with the sixth pick. Now, I'm up at number seven. Now, just talking strategy-wise, ladies and gentlemen, it's always running back. You got to go running back. And listen, a, a and now if I'm here, you know, I have been talking Jonathan Taylor up, but a favorite of mine, as always, I will select Nick Chubb right here at number seven. Jose, you are on the clock, sir. So no Jonathan Taylor for you, huh? No, I like, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot this season. But, um, you know, I, like I said, Nick Chubb has been my guy for a while. I love what he does. He is frustrating when he gets to the goal line. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to lie to you. I do have him ranked fourth in the running backs. I think we talked about it on the show a lot when the running back show. Yeah. So, mine was Cook, Kamara, Henry, Chubb. So, I, I like the pick. Gotcha. Jose, he looked like uh, he went with Aaron Jones at number eight. I think Jose's having some uh, issues out there and a pop go with the, with, his, with his phone. I went with Aaron Jones. I surely um, – they got to lean on him a little bit more than they, they normally would, and they leaned on him a lot last year. No, agreed, If especially, you know, we don't know what's going on with Mr. Rogers. Hey, right. um, so Nick Kay, you made a selection here and um, at pick 10 with Austin Eckler. Which, what, what's uh, the strategy with that? 
Well, to me, that was the best available. I don't like mixing this year. As far and I want to take a running Never. back. Um, Acres, I'm not I'm not for my number one. Um, I wouldn't mind him as a number two, but um, I certainly think that that offense is going to continue to chug. And as long as he can stay healthy this year, um, I think he's going to be a favorite. So sure. you would you at no time were you thinking about picking up a tight end or wide receiver in that spot? I did, but to me, the running back class is very tight, and I can pick those up later on. Okay. Team Mac, uh, look like you went with Antonio Gibson uh, with the 11th selection. I did. He was the best available at that spot. I wanted to go round by round and just talk about, you know, a few highlights um, of each round. Um, so starting in round one, um, it was pretty, pretty simple. It was, uh, you know, went, it was heavy running back. No surprise. McCaffrey, number one. Henry, Cook, Kamara, Barkley, Elliott, Chubb. Jones, Taylor, Eckler, Gibson, and at the end of round one, Tyreek Hill. So the first non-running back was Tyreek Hill on the first round. Greg, since you weren't there, any surprises <laughs> um, that you saw in this list, something that you, you wanted to point out? I'm surprised that McCaffrey still went number one overall. Um, I'm shocked about that. I'm not shocked that it was all running back heavy, like that running back heavy, but I'm surprised um, CMC went number one i'm surprised kamara went four but what i'm really shocked about is gibson going 11 and tyreek hill going 12 in the first round so um i would love to know what those those owners were thinking um going that high on on Antonio gibson and tyreek hill that that high up in the draft but again um, not surprised at all that running back have him just surprised that the the order of the running backs and how they went. Yeah. Fred, anything you noticed out of there? Or uh, yeah, it? we, when we were, we were talking amongst ourselves and uh, the biggest concern was how the running backs talent level dropped off after number seven. So right. after Chubb, it, it seemed like everybody was uh, frantic, like, Oh my God, who am I going to pick? This is not that good. There's second tier. So that's what I heard a lot yesterday. And with only 30 seconds, there was no two minutes or whatever time allotted most fantasy drafts do. So it was more like a frantic panic pick. The Tyreek Hill, the Gibson, like, oh, my God, I need a, a starting running back. You know, that's how it went. And and I kind of agree. After Chubb, I mean, you're going to try to get that starting running back, but there could have been better picks. I, I mean, that, that's how I feel, you know. Honey, I'm home. What's that amazing smell? Did you make my favorite cobbler? I sure the hell did not, honey. It's my new candle, Blueberry Cobbler. Where did you get such an amazing smelling candle? Oh, 407 Candles. I found them on Facebook and they have an Instagram too. When I did my daily shopping, I found out they have some other wonderful scents as well. Honey, when you make me a sandwich later, afterwards we must go online and check out all their wonderful scents. Oh, honey, you will starve because I won't make that sandwich, but yes, let's do that. Well, at least it'll smell good. And right now, um, I gotta, I'm on the clock again, and I am going to select DK Metcalf out of Seattle. All right, so went running back receiver. Antonio Gibson, I like that. I think that's a great value pick, you know, later in the first round. Good. And DK Metcalf, the man last year, I, you know, I think that's another great selection. So, so far, so good on Nick K side. 
or Nick Maxide. My bad. Uh, funny, so, he, he just said it too about Cam Akers. Them not wouldn't be his first and, pick. And there it. goes Nick J taking Cam Akers back around. So you go running back, running back. I do. I'm not very happy, but I got two starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Now it looks like Team Store is up. The guy we have an auto pick in front of him who took Najee Harris. I was praying he was gonna sneak back around for my little running back combo. I was gonna take him. I was gonna take him. Guy, yeah. I was. I remember he was my sleeper. So yeah, I was definitely eyeing him up. And there, there's some. You know, now, now we're getting to that weird running back. Wait, you know. Wait, wait. <laughs> Jose, once again, is taking up all the time. Once again, right, he takes DeAndre Hopkins. All right, so if I was not going to go running back here, this is who I take. That's a great selection. That's my number one overall this season. Jose, what you what what was your uh, thought behind that? Well, well, my thought my thought was. I'm ch- <laughs> my God, <laughs> your your, your, your Wi Fi is terrible. <laughs> Your phone sucks. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna I like having my hey, hey, back. hey 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 hey. Can we settle down with the insults right now, please? Thank you. I'm gonna go with the running back. I'm gonna go with the spicy pick from last year, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I like him this season. I think he's due for a bounce back because there was a lot of expectations last year and he didn't fulfill them. Mm-hmm. And I like the two. I'm going with Chubb and Hilaire, my running back, running back. And Reyes, Team Reyes is on the clock. I think I need points and receptions. Uh... Well, this is a standard, so this isn't a uh, a PPR. Hey, uh, just so right. so I'm still, I just need points and yards, so I think I have to go with Kelsey. Going with Kelsey. I mean, he went pretty late as far as regular uh, leagues go. That's that was a pretty late pick for Kelsey. I yeah, mean, um, I, I, you're talking about Gibson, so I'm gonna go ahead and we'll move on to round two since you brought up Gibson in that late first round. So other guys taken, and I'll just go through the second round, and you can hear the running backs as we go that could have been taken before Gibson. Let me know, um, Greg, when I get done, who you would have taken ahead. So. Um, the start of round two, Stefan Diggs, um, DK Metcalf. Then we had Cam Akers, Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Travis mm. Kelsey, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Joe Mixon, and A.J. Brown. So that was round two. Um, who would you take in, in that mix above Gibson? Cam Akers and Najee Harris. I think – I think Cam's gonna have a big season, um, especially with that that he, the way that he ended last season, I think is, um, you know, looking into the crystal ball for this upcoming season. I think he's gonna have a great season. So I would have definitely took Cam, and I would definitely take Najee Harris because oh, Najee has the backfield to himself. And the good thing with Najee that we've seen in college, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, which is gonna help Big Ben and help Juju and the rest of that offense. So. Those two, I would have definitely taken over Antonio Gibson. And I don't know who this team Lorenzen is, but he went back-to-back Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. Dude, you didn't even get a running back. I, I, you could have took Cam instead of Stephon Diggs. You would have had Cam and Tyreek Hill would have been a good duo. So those two running backs, I would have definitely took ahead of Antonio. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, I, it's funny you brought that up. Um, it was almost like it went, it went almost like everyone kind of was like, okay, um, I need to get a receiver in round two. That was kind of the way it looked because a majority of receivers taking, taken instead. Um, you know, Tony Gibson, we've talked about him a lot. I, you know, I, I don't know if that's a bad pick for that first round, but I think you're correct. Um, you know, I like Najee Harris better. Also important to note for everyone, I forgot to mention, this is a 12-man standard league. So this wasn't – we didn't do a PPR one. So that's also important to note as we go through here um, where these picks are at. Fred, was there any surprise in round two that you saw that you were like, ooh, that was uh, out of nowhere? Uh, not really. Um, well, except for the, what he said about the double wide receiver, it, that doesn't make sense, especially in a standard league. Um, and you know it was a standard league going into the draft. So maybe he's – you always get that one guy who's wide receiver. He just goes crazy for wide receivers. Uh, but, you know, in this, this day football, you can always get a wide receiver third, fourth, fifth round that is still a viable option. Uh, sure. Najee Harris, we just talked about it. That division is running the football and defense. Right. So I definitely right. would have took him before a lot of the other players. Um, surprisingly, um, I'm all about points. So there were some top, top – quarterbacks that usually get taken the first or second round that didn't get picked till later rounds. So yeah. that I would think would have been better point options than some of the people taken. Joe Mixon's still sitting there. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe Mixon. And so if he's not like the fantasy kryptonite, I don't know what is. A guy is hurt every year. I, there's always like, hey, this is Joe Mixon's year, and it's always it, the same. He'll have those one or two games where he just saves you, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. He'll have that three touchdown, 100 some yards. You're like, yes, he's finally getting there, and bomb, <laughs> a bomb. <laughs> I would take Dobbins or Josh Jacobs over Joe Mixon. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, I even thought about Josh Jacobs before Hilaire. I mean, he's somebody – he's nice, but we talked about him um, this year hurt a little bit with the presence of Drake, just a bit, but Fred doesn't think so, apparently. I don't think so. I think uh, Drake's going to be using for that uh, passes out of the backfield. I think Jacobs, you got to utilize him for what he is, man. He's just been a killer a year after the last couple of years as, he, as soon as he got drafted. So – no, I agree. But I just, you know, like we had talked about before, Drake is mm-hmm. such a home run hitter. Um, you know, it's just once he gets the ball, sometimes he takes it to the house. So that would effectively, you know, vulture out Jacobs just in that alone. Let me see here. We got McLaurin went. Yeah, you know, somebody in the background needs some Scooby snacks or something. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Put take the, the take the dog out. <laughs> you gotta go. I gotta pee. <laughs> Cannon! The dog shit on the carpet! Cannon! <laughs> All right, so, so far, um, I have running back, running back. Let's take a look at some of the uh, our guys that are on here. Team Store, he's got Jones and Hopkins, so got a running back receiver, which is definitely good points. Nikkei, Eckler, and Akers. Uh, I like that. Ooh, Justin Jefferson went pretty late round round three. Yeah, I know he. That was definitely something I was looking at for sure. Yeah. All right, so we got up here. Looks like we got a couple more picks. Um, AJ Brown. Right we are in the third round. Um, 
Looks like the best available they that they have here is J.K. Dobbins, uh, Michael Thomas. After that, Swift, Jacobs, Evans, Thielen, Cooper. I mean, lots to choose from here. Like, come on, jeez, oh please. And these guys take like all day. This is the one thing. <laughs> if you're in a fantasy league, like this has to be the one thing. Is you're like, come on, like you know, you've got to see a couple picks ahead. What did he pitch? Josh Jacobs. Okay. Josh Jacobs. That's a good pick right there. I mean, like we've been talking about him. So, you know, it's a good, good, good slot. Now, what is that? Pick number 28. Josh Jacobs went, you know, that's, that's good value. Darren Waller just left the the building. All right, Team Reyes, you are on the clock, sir. I think I'm going to go for a starting running back. I mean, there are other options at wide receiver here. But I believe he's going to have – this guy's going to have a good – yeah, maybe not. I don't know if I'm going to pick him. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm going to do what – So far, it seems Zeke Elliott and Travis Kelsey. And there's 20 seconds left. Speaking of people taking all day. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not used to this laptop here. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, goes off the board. Yes, Very sir. Good. Get that that little combo. Very interesting. to Kelsey. All right. So I went running back, running back. I am with my next selection. Ooh, this guy was frustrating for me last year. Um, Actually, I'm going to load up. I'm going to go ahead and do one more running back. I'm going to take Chris Carson right here. Mm. Load it up on the running backs. Team store now on the clock. And I, you know, personally going back through all my uh, fantasy prowess, it's always good to load up on the running backs. Bottom line. They're just like, they're gold. So team store on the clock. Let's see what he's looking at here. He's got. He probably got knocked off line. Yeah. Again, he's got Aaron Jones and Hopkins. So he's probably looking at, I would assume a running back here. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. But uh, it looks like it's auto pick. Oh, here it comes. Oh, he w- hey. Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin. He might have been listening to a couple shows because I'm definitely high on Gaskin this year. I like that a lot. That's great. <sighs> yeah, that's good. I you might have you probably could have waited a little bit for that, but that's hey, hey I like him. Freddie, what makes you the expert? How you became expert? <laughs> well, because uh, I win. Oh, okay, cool. This, this is yeah. Second. This is second. Oh, okay, cool. 
<laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to play the clip of when uh, Jose said he was gonna mush you or mutt, uh, whatever. What was it? Mutt you, mutt you, mutt, mutt me. Yeah. And then he got muddied. <laughs> <laughs> hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First and foremost, it's free. The easy-to-use creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If we can do it, trust me, you can too. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, and again, part of everyone has their own strategies you know the guy who went first actually he went christian mccaffrey we talked about and then he uh, on the last pick of the second round is aj brown now as we move this is the third round as he started the third round he went justin jefferson so yeah, that's a nasty little receiving combo you got aj brown you got justin jefferson and you got christian mccaffrey so that's that's not a bad that's not a bad little um nope. i'm be interested to see later on what his second running back's looking like well let's see um, so this is round three, Justin Jefferson, as I mentioned, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. Then the, um, uh, the jester went Mahomes. He was the first guy to go quarterback in round three. Um, and then I followed up with Chris Carson. We had Miles Gaskin, uh, Michaels Thomas, Mike Evans, J.K. Dobbins, and Amari Cooper ends round three. Um, any surprises uh, you saw there, Greg? You not no surprise, but I want to give Freddie props because Freddie took Mahomes and he took Kelsey the round before. Oof. So I like I like that setup, and I think you got to steal like Chris Carson right here in the third round because I like Chris Carson. Um, I think Gaskin was a reach for for this this the store guy. I mean, you have <laughs> J.K. Dobbins available. Totally agree. <laughs> um, that was a definite stretch. Um, and he took. And 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 not to nothing. He started off good, the store guy. He got Aaron Jones, and then he got D Hop, and then he goes Gaskin. I'm like, he could, he had a lot of options. He could have went, but not not Gaskin. You know that typical typical Jose store. Typical. Well, I, I'm gonna to to be fair to Jose. I think you know, and if you looked at his team, he kind of went a little Miami crazy. Oh. And I I think yeah, he picks he later on. We'll talk about he picks up Jalen Waddle, but. But I think to 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 his credit, um, we literally had a phone conversation earlier in the day, literally about the Dolphins. So I think he he was a little hyped up and was like, "I'm going Miami," um, which is fine. It's a mock draft, you know. It is. So so with, with, uh, let me see about Jose. Jose had the opportunity to take Aaron Jones, solid pick starter, gets Good. points. Then you come around and get D Hop. So. When you come around the third round, you have Kyler Murray sitting there, who his number one receiver you already have. So why reach for Gaskin? I know he's a running back. You're getting work. This is why I'm talking about panic picks. You've seen the right, like, I need a starting running back. But get Kyler Murray. Right. Now you have a combo, number one receiver, top three quarterback. He's going to throw to him all day, all season. Get the points. Absolutely. 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 That was his blueprint, right? Right. Murray D-Hop. That was that was and that's mm-hmm. nasty. That was nasty. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good clip. Yeah, that was that was good. Jose was feeling himself that night, boy. <laughs> oh man, here we go. All right, moving right along. I can't along. believe my co-host never called me back. I know this is it's embarrassing. 
Greg, you suck. All right, Team Matt, you are up. Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, D.K. Metcalf right now currently is his squad. Uh, yes, don't get flandered. Yeah, don't get don't get that flandered. <laughs> but if you play him in Week Nine, he already has Gibson and Metcalf on a buy, so that's nice. Ooh. Might have to play with the schedule a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> um, how do you, Greg, or excuse me, Fred, do you, when you draft, do you look at that? Do you look at follow the bye week, no. sir? Nope. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I just, I, I just try to get the most points possible. Right, exactly. No matter what it is, I, I try to get the two running backs, but if I can, I'm looking for points. Exactly. All right, look like Team Mac, uh, Team Mac went with C.D. Lamb as his second wide out. It's a good spot. Okay, we see he got two running backs, two wide receivers, so he, yeah, he got four go. starters. Yeah. Um, TMC, Gibson, Dobbins, Metcalf, Lamb, loser. Uh, let me see here. Nick K just went with, boy, he went with uh, Mr. Robinson in Jacksonville. That's, you know, he did, he had a great season last year, but with the uh, pick of Etney, I'm just, um, I was kind of surprised by that pick. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, Nick? <laughs> i love it i love it i love it george kittle all right mr all right, jose store jose store went with george kittle all right so i have three running backs now so i think i'm good there um looking at some receivers here i think one guy we've talked about i had dr miller talk about him i think he's due for a big year this year Odell Beckham Jr., welcome to Commissioner Cooper squad. Nice, nice. So, all right here, so I have the combo quarterback to tight end, which is a really good combo, Mahomes to Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, I, I have that. a starter in Elliott who who should have a good year with Dak I, Prescott being back. Yep. Um, I'm thinking about getting another starting running back. Uh, there's a lot of great receivers in the draft. So then I, I don't like DeAndre Swift. He's just don't like him. So I would think I would go with Montgomery. All right, going with the running back. All right, he had a it. decent year, and you know who knows with that offense what they're going to look like. So that could be. Yeah, a good, I mean, I ho- hopefully they start fields. He gets to run the ball a little bit, take a little bit of pressure off the running back. Absolutely. All right, let's go to round four. Um, Keenan Allen starts off. We got Ceedee Lamb, James Robinson, Allen Robinson, George Kittle, uh, OBJ, D- David Montgomery, Swift, Godwin, uh, Mozart and Julio Jones and Robert Woods to end round four. Um, Fred, I'll, I'll go to you. Any big surprise out of here that you saw? Do you remember the days when Julio Jones used to be a first rounder? Ooh, we. <laughs> Even what? with the new team, people do not believe he's a top, like the first three rounds. And that's what I've been saying about Julio. That, oh, they're going to make changes. No, he is now in the fourth round. Well, I, I and- think, to- go ahead, go ahead. No, no, but that, that's my perspective. Like, I'm not jumping for Julio no more. Even in Tennessee, he's not even the number one receiver. And you hear a lot of people like, oh, he's going to do this. He's going to get so many more catches. No, I don't see it just like our mock showed it. I don't see it. Fourth round. Almost at the end of the fourth round. Yeah, I, I think to be fair, um, I, I'm not sure. I think it's like kind of the unexpected. Like, we're not quite sure what we're going to see out of Julio um, out of that offense because they're, you know, listen, the ball can only go around so much, and we know how predicated they are on the run. So, if they're running clock with Henry, 
uh, how much time are they going to have on the field to throw the ball to A.J. Brown and Julio Jones? So especially PPR, I definitely would shy away from Jones um, this season. My surprise, I just wanted to point this out. Um, uh, Nick Kay, he actually uh, was on with us. He went James Robinson here. I was very surprised by this. Pick. Oh, what and he guys- loved it. Yeah, he, loved he it. was very he was very adamant about Robinson. Thinks he's having a good season. So, Greg, I'll kick it to you on that. Do you what do you think about that pick? And you know, don't we think that Etney's gonna eat into this, or what do you think? I think yeah, Etney's gonna eat into it. Um, I'm not sure how that Jacksonville offense is gonna go. It's not it's not gonna be this offense that they had last year. So, it's, the thing with me, what kills me is 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 something that Freddie brought up earlier. There's so many quarterback options that people could have went within the round for. Kyler Murray's still available. Lamar Jackson, I see, is still available. And I see people reaching so early. Like, go back to this this team, Lorenz guy. Um, in round one and round two, back-to-back, he picked Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. And then he goes round three, round four, Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen. So now he has four wide receivers and no running backs at all, no wide receiver, no quarterback. But I think the steal that this late round four, I like for value, DeAndre Swift um, at 44 in round four. I like that pick. So if I was Nick, I would have, you know, DeAndre Swift had such a good season last year. Why are you reaching for James Robinson that that early? I, I don't get it. Mm-mm. I was like, this draft, I, I see things and I'm just scratching my head. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, that that but, definitely that that kind of took me back a little bit. So what we got? Well, it seems to be moving along now. The auto picks are in a... <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Chase just went. Okay. I know, I know. I was like, you know who we talked about San Francisco last week. You know, somebody we didn't bring up is Ayuk. What do you what do you think about Ayuk? Is he like the third or fourth receiver on the team? I, I don't really show any interest in him at all. <laughs> I just don't like San Francisco. There's a few teams that I truly don't like. Uh, Indy, San Fran, they just, I mean, and they're a good team, Indy. I just don't see them being fantasy relevant. Projecting him to have 907 yards and seven TDs. Wow. That's his projection this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know what to think of them, to be quite frank. You know, it's just, uh, you know, he's a rookie last year, so. Look at this. Came on pretty This good. guy, Julio Jones, went in the middle over here. Oh, man, it's my turn already. He's back on the clock. See, now here goes the problem. Now I get stuck with some mediocre receivers. (laughs) Welcome to the island. Island Peppa Skincare Products. Love your skin your way. Stop by today at islandpeppaskincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women. Because in the islands, the Peppa is always black. Let me see, best player available. So right now you're talking, you got Mahomes to Kelsey and two good running backs. You got Elliott and Montgomery. The receivers you got out there, you got Corlin Sutton, Cooper Cup, DJ Shark. Um, some good, good fun guys. Ayuk is there. We're just talking about him. I think I would go with Cup again. He did pretty well for me last year, and uh, now that they have Stafford over there, it, it might help him out a little bit. Yeah, I like that. All right, so here goes like where I'm looking at. You know, right now most of the receivers 
are about equal. So this is goes mm-hmm. back into strategy. Like we have equal amount, like they're about all the same. So now I'm looking like, how can I set myself apart in another slot? Kyler Murray. That's how I'm going to do that at quarterback. There's my guy. Is he my the second one spot? And that's going to be the my quarterback taken right here. How many quarterbacks been taken off the board? Is that the that second was one? number two? Yeah, that was number two. Nice, nice. Josh Allen's still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Allen's out there. He's Prescott's out there. He had yeah. a great good season before he got hurt. Yep. So a lot of good quarterbacks still left. That's something to note. I noticed the receivers though have just kind of gone bloop. Yeah. Now we're talking about second and third tier receivers. Right. Um. Which is I'm pretty you know I'm kind of upset with I mean hopefully Schuster has a bounce back year this year, uh, he had that good year a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, I talked when we talked about the Steelers. I'm just not you know like I think just I think it's Ben. I'm just being. I just think the Steelers. It's their time to, you know, his to time to on. take a step back a little bit. I mean, yeah. quite honestly, he he's not Brady. He's not drinking the avocado shakes. You know, Ben Ben reminds me of the guy that's drinking beer and and throwing the foosball around on Sunday in the, in the backyard. That's who Ben reminds me of. So I don't see him lasting as long and doing the things as Brady's doing. What do you think about uh, Team Max's uh, combo of Prescott to Lamb now? I like that. That was nice. Good pickup. And I, Team Mag with Kyle Pitts. Oh, that was sneaky. Like a sneaky, that. nice tight end. Florida Gator. Uh, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Oh, I appreciate your stamp of approval on that. All yeah, right. you know, without Julio there now, he'll get a lot more targets. Nick be him ready. Hey, Nick, that's because that's because Freddie's the expert. <laughs> I know. Oh it. yeah, I got stats to back up his expertness. Nick, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Nick K. <laughs> Nick K. went with Justin Herbert. That was interesting. He, are you high on uh, Justin Herbert, Nick K., or can you not hear us still? <laughs> I think I'm just gonna keep doing that because it's funny. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I mean Herbert, I'm really high on him. Yeah, I no, really I, like Herbert. I hope he don't get that sophomore slump. But I, I love the way he played football last year. For sure, for sure. So let's see, let's see what else we do here. So round five. All right. So we got Jamar Chase. You know, I'm really high on him. Obviously, this year, I thought that was a good value. Um, Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup. And then here comes your quarterback run. So I went, I go here. I think, I guess I started it with Kyler Murray. Um, then after that, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Dak oh. Prescott. Oh. And then at the end of that round, Chase Edmonds. So that was uh, how the quarterback run went. Um, Greg, what do you think about the quarterback run and, um, you know, wh- where the value was? You got to steal. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Kyler Murray in the fifth round pick, number 55 overall. Kyler Murray in the fifth round. You telling me that nobody's in the first four rounds said, let me get Kyler Murray <laughs> and friggin' throw the ball. And then, and it's funny that everybody right after he goes quarterback, 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 quarterback. It's just so funny. But I think. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Herbert was kind of a reach this early. Even Dak was kind of a reach. But you and and surprisingly, um, Jose, getting Kyler Murray and Josh Allen this late is, is good pickups. But I was just shocked that quarterbacks lasted this long. Especially Kyler Murray. That, that Jason, <laughs> this this is who are you drafting? <laughs> <laughs> well, to, and um, you know, we actually brought up Justin Herbert to Nick and was like, you know, I, I asked him, you know, hey, what you know, what do you thought? So he he was very high on Herbert. So it was a few uh, few. I you know, like I said, I you know, if I'm him, you know, I go Dak there, not for nothing, you know. And there's some some other guys he could have went. So I think that was just kind of a little bit of a reach for uh, that particular quarterback run. All right, Team Store, you are on the clock, sir. Let's see what he's looking at here. Let me pull him up real quick. Let's see. Let's see what Team Store, Team Board looks like. Uh, I got Allen, okay. So you got Josh Allen, Allen, Aaron Jones, Gaskin, Hopkins, and Kit. So you need a receiver. I mean, obviously. Or just somebody in the flex in there. Oh, Jalen Waddle. He is. This is Miles will be the Jose Dolphins. Oh, uh, here we go again. I love it, though. I love it. I love it. I, for – See the mock draft. Let's see how it goes. I get, so, get, get shit out my system now. <laughs> <laughs> so in this position I'm in right now, I'm still at a place where they are all the same to me. All these receivers, I just look the same. I'm not like so. Why not back up my boy? I got Chubb. Let's go again and get Hunt in there. Boom. I'm good. I'm all nice and tight in the Cleveland backfield now. <laughs> What do I need? I need that wide receiver, but they come a dime a dozen. So right, so you're in the same position I am, where I was looking like, you know, I could have went tight end, but there's nobody left really that I'm gonna jump at. So you know, might as well work on the flex and work on getting points in other positions. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go back to running back. I just don't like the ones they they're not really intriguing. But I think I'm going to go with uh, Kenyon Drake since we've been talking about uh, it for so much. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely playing that back because I. I'm not in love with him, but like I we said, he's going to get him out. We said specifically he's not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's not, he's not gonna. He's nah, yeah. I'm now I'm gonna hope. Now I'm gonna wish if this was my, I'd be like, oh, hopefully Jacobs gets hurt. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, let's move into round six. Definitely. We got um, we got Mike Davis um to start us off there, and then Kyle Pitts. I like you know, of course I like that. Then it's like we have a tight end run here. Then we got Mark Andrews. Then T.J. Hawkinson. Um, Jalen Waddle mentioned him. Um, I went Kareem Hunt to back up Chubb. I got uh, there was Kenyon Drake, Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, Gasecki, um, D.J. Shark, and Travis Etney there at the end of that round. Fred, any big surprise or anything you like a lot in round six? 
<laughs> me picking Kenyan Drake. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I don't really like Kenyan Drake. I've been, it's funny because I got, I got him in the sixth round, which I felt like I had to take him, especially for my flex position. But all year on the podcast, I've been saying he ain't gonna do shit on the, on the Raiders, especially with Josh Jacobs. So uh, I went with that one, hoping that he can get some big plays out of the backfield. Um, yeah, and I, and I believe the tight ends went. Too much back to back. That was just, yeah, guess, yeah. That yeah, was just too much of a run. I think I believe we we definitely took a second to call you out on the uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, you, you know, think you, you had you had been all all season kind of down on him. I thought it was kind of funny that you then went ahead and selected him. Um, but you know that's uh, and like you said, the uh, tight ends. Like you know, look, Kyle Pitts, great. Mark Andrews, great. But you know, are we? Do we really need to go T.J. Hawkinson here in round six? I think you could have waited a little bit. Um, even Gasecki, but I'm high on Gasecki, so I think that's good value. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Do you notice how? Once again, we were talking about getting rid of the tight end, but you just got six or seven tight ends in the first six rounds. Right. No. So correct. why get rid of the position and, and and add more flex and more receivers? Because look how many receivers are gone. You need that tight end. Right. I mean, you got six, seven tight ends already. Six rounds. So that means they are they do carry value and worth. Hey, gang, Commissioner Cooper here. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself stressing to capture leads that visit your website? Or how about a new video for your company? Our friends at Digital Brew can help. Digital Brew is an animation studio that specializes in making sweet videos that are lead generating machines. Digital Brew is always our number one overall pick for any of our animation movie needs. Visit them online today at digitalbrew.com to see what the Brew Crew can do for you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is back in. Welcome back to the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Jason Cooper, thank you for having me. Looking forward to today's show. Awesome. We're looking forward to to it as well. In fact, one of our habitual emailers uh, was so excited, he actually wanted to come on studio and talk with you as well. So let's welcome Red Ned Never Die Flanders, Nick Macaronis. Welcome to the studio. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I I noticed uh, after the last show, it's been 18 years and I still cannot pronounce your last name. I am so sorry. (laughs) You know what? You're not the only one. (laughs) My apologies. I'm going to work on that going forward. All right. So, Dr. Miller, as we noted, you know, it's still very early, but the OTAs are starting to begin and injuries are starting to happen. So we had a couple of a couple that happened a couple days ago. Um, And, you know, my apologies. I got with you about this um, a couple of days or excuse me, a little too late. So we have some we have some information regarding these. So let's bring up Hunter Henry in New England. What can you tell us about his injury and how he's doing his recovery? Yeah. So something interesting about Hunter Henry, all three of you guys have listed him between 10 on your rankings. So. Here's a tight end to maybe keep your eye on, especially later in the season if any of your other tight ends end up uh, injured and unable to contribute to your roster. So a little over a week ago, he departed OTAs with a left foot or ankle injury. The team is keeping the details pretty close to the chest right now, and they haven't offered any specifics as to exactly what it was. 
he did not return after getting it retaped. So don't have a lot of specifics on what happened or what to expect for his timetable on returning. However, um, I did want to throw out maybe something tangentially related here. Hunter Henry has never played NFL season. Ooh, that's and interesting. So, yeah, there's, there's some stuff on both sides of this. You know, some folks who try to minimize the impact of that say, well, he had a freak tibial fracture plus an ACL, and that contributed to two seasons of, of missed time. But I think it's worth noting if you're going to draft him, you've got to consider that there's no reason to expect he's going to play. So I have some reservations about Hunter Henry. Well, that's, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because not very far down the rankings, you'll notice Jonu Smith, which is also the other tight end in New England. So for those out there that are going to take the flyer on Henry, you better get the backup just in case you heard it here first from Dr. Miller. All right, let's move on to another OTA injury, Curtis Samuel in a new place. What, did, what can you tell us about Curtis and uh, what happened to him? Yeah, so I feel like OJ should be asking me this question because he's the only one of you three who has him in your top 40. What's <laughs> happening there? <laughs> so Curtis Samuel missed practice since early this month due to a brain injury. So this is starting to add up a couple of weeks now. Um, this is something it seems like he's managing, and it's not going away anytime soon. So, again, team keeping details close to the chest. No indication it's serious, but I don't expect him to um, be back before training camp. Gotcha. Well, I mean, again, we're in OTAs, so, you know, we're just getting our the body starting to limber up a little bit. Um, so nothing crazy to expect at this point. Um, but as camp starts to open, to open up, unfortunately, we're going to start to see the big injuries pile up. Um, so let's move quickly now to our email in studio. Nick Macaronis, what did you have today for Dr. Jeffrey Miller? Well, uh, again, thank you for having me. Dr. Miller, um, as you know, I teach anatomy and physiology and every year. I get the same question, and when I teach my lessons, this always comes up. Can you explain why it is better to break a bone rather than to have a strain or sprain of a ligament? Good question. And I want to disclose something to the listeners. Um, this, is, this is my confessional moment. So, Jason, I don't know if you've told your listeners this, but usually I get a couple of minutes to review the listener emails before <laughs> my contribution. And so I haven't had an opportunity to go back and do any research. So I want to uh, start by just saying if there's any factual errors in my answer, I haven't had time to fact check them before the show. However, right, we're, we're, we're taking notes, just, okay. just so you know. Awesome. <laughs> this, this is a great question, and it comes up in a lot of different contexts. So would you rather have a sprain or would you rather have a bone injury or fracture? And so if I'm answering this from the perspective of myself, I would rather have a broken bone than a severe sprain a hundred times out of a hundred. And this is for two reasons. We've got more of a uh, biomechanical and anatomical perspective. And then we have just a cultural medical management perspective. So from the anatomical perspective, if we're going to break something, if we're going to damage something, if we're going to harm soft tissues, Ideally, 
to optimize healing, I'd rather an injury to the soft tissue that has a good blood supply. A good blood supply is going to result in faster healing times. The outer lining, the periosteum of the bone is well vascularized. It heals and it heals pretty quickly. You know, we can predictably say that in six to eight weeks, an injury to the arm is going to heal if it's a bony fracture. We can predictably say in eight to 10, maybe as long as 12, but certainly in 12 or less weeks, an injury to the leg is going to heal. So we have a very predictable timeline. We have a good blood supply. And as long as the injury is not displaced, we can expect that bone to heal and heal strong. Now, on the other hand, we have our soft tissue injuries, and these can vary a little bit, but I'm going to talk specifically about sprains here and, and perhaps maybe uh, dislocations as well. Ligaments, commonly sprained ligaments, have a less robust blood supply. Accordingly, the timetable for healing is much longer. So just if we're looking anatomically, those sprains tend to take longer. Now, I think equally important is kind of a cultural consideration in how the medical community and the training staff handles these. If player has a broken arm, player has a broken leg, whether they do surgery or not, there's a period of time where the break is immobilized and the player is allowed to heal. On the other hand, when we have a, uh, a subluxation, a dislocation or a ligamental sprain, there's often this push to get players back quickly. And the idea is, oh, it's only a sprain. Let's get you back on the field quickly. And so players aren't given an opportunity to heal. And when we don't take advantage of that timeline for healing, we're predisposing our athletes to re-injury. So to answer the question, which is a great question, I would much rather have that broken, broken bone than a strain or a sprain, primarily due to the healing but also due to the medical management. Red Ned, great question. <laughs> Red Ned, great question, indeed. Nick, Nick Macaronis, thank you very much for coming on and answering that or asking that. We do appreciate you, and uh, we want to have you back on the show regularly. What do you think of that, sir? I think I can work the end of my schedule. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate that as well. Well, speaking of schedules and busy people, Dr. Miller, we always appreciate your time and insight. Like I said, as the injuries pile up, your, your information and insight becomes even more valuable. So thank you once again. My pleasure. Looking forward to talking to you again next week. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is out. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy finger licking good, check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. TSS family, we appreciate you. And as a token of that appreciation, I decided to break up the draft 
It is does take a bit, and rather than make you sit through the whole draft, we broke it up into two episodes, so be ready on Monday for the re- remaining set round 7 through 16, and we'll do some post-analysis as well. Do not forget, TSS family, take some time. Visit us at tssfantasy.com. Get fully up-to-date on all our old episodes, any contests we have for the season, and any articles that we put out as well. Also, please visit us on our many social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We welcome your comments there as well. Always, always welcome your emails. And one last shameless plug, don't forget to play Commissioner Cooper's running back challenge for your chance to win two tickets to see the Miami Dolphins versus the New York Jets and week 15 with yours truly and the crew. We would be excited to have you with us. TSS family, once again, we appreciate you and we are out. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.